Ahoy guys, welcome to the Dragon Ship Podcast. I'm your host, the one who is mini, Cyber Calamity. Alongside me is my co-host and only co-host for today, Puerto Rican Reggie Watts, Brian Brownie. Yo, yo. How are you guys doing? I always forget your last name. It's Archella. Archia. 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 Archia, yeah. Chili. The double L is a lot. Brian Chili Master. Dude, I used to be Brian Armadillo Sombrero on one of my on Sage's phone. So, so. It's <laughs> crazy. He didn't tell me about it, too. He, I found out like a year after he put me on his phone. And I was like, you racist piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> High school. High school was a fun time. What have you been up to, Crockett? Let's catch up. Uh, I have a big fucking sty in my eyes. You can probably tell. It looks like I got punched <laughs> right in my Tay, eye. zoom in on that. Like eyeball. Yeah, you guys want to hang on. I'll zoom in. Yeah. Like, look at this shit. Oh, it's <laughs> gross, dude. I got pummeled. Yucky. Ugh, that sounds awful. I know, dude. I get them, I get them a lot. Uh, or I used to get them a, a lot. And I've not had one for, like, at least six months. Like, no, nah, maybe longer than that. Maybe a year or something. And then, bam. I think I get them when I'm stressed out or something. Something like my, like, some kind of clogging or whatever. But, yeah. Much well, right. prepare to be stressed out for the rest of the fucking year because we're already off to a great start. Fuck, dude. I'm gonna rant about it. <laughs> I'm not gonna rant about it. I think I think I had an emotional reaction yesterday because it's fucking insane to me that a bunch of white people stormed the Capitol and like one person got killed. It's insane to me that that happened. <laughs> First of all, it's in, it's insane to me. It is insane to me that people stormed the Capitol in the first place because they didn't like an election. That seems asinine. Uh, and every, it, 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 I don't want to get too into it. But yeah, every yeah. Person, I can already see that. I, I made a great mistake by yeah, poking the bear like, a little bit. It's like every person that says that this whole situation with Trump isn't motivated by race. It's kind of an idiot. It's entirely like at least 70% of it is motivated by race. The other third percent is motivated by stupidity. Uh, Trumpians are the real snowflakes uh, in this situation. It's insane to me. It is insane to me. It, the capital has been broken into, and I, I've been using that just... as like a like a threat all day. Like when someone just like just said like like a little bit like just maybe like is like today, I don't know. Like I, I've been using it as a threat all day. Just be like, <laughs> I'll storm the capital. I'll do it. <laughs> someone like takes like takes the last piece of meat from the grocery store. Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, I was like, I'll storm. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> I'll be using that this is, for the next fucking six weeks of my life. <laughs> like, I'll do it. It is. It's. It is just absolutely mental that that is the case. That like it, it's just and like they planned it too. Like it, it, it was a planned effort to storm the Capitol on January six because they didn't want tr- like Joe Biden to take out Trump in the as as the president. Um, and as a result, one woman is dead, uh, which, you know, she, she, she was like, she kind of like launched out a cop, so she kind of like, you know, deserved it. <laughs> I heard she was like the first person over the barrier or whatever. Yeah. It was a restricted area in the Capitol building that they stormed, that they are starting a, a, a essentially like, like a, a, an act of domestic terrorism. Uh, and so anyway, I see that and I see the thousands of like black kids and black people that got arrested, killed, shot, tear gas and all that bullshit during the black lives matter protest. And then I see a cop walking this old lady wearing a giant Trump beanie, which looks fucking stupid, holding her hand while she goes down the stairs 
And I was just like, this is insanity. We live, we live in the, you know, in the, uh, I think it's the, the Marvel comics. There's like the, the timeline and then it's like the dark timeline. Yeah. Where it's like everything <laughs> that could go wrong goes Earth wrong. <laughs> yeah. We're like, we're like Earth 3 where there's no superheroheroes and everything is still shitty. Yeah. Like it's, it's just, it's awful. This, this, um, this turn of events uh, led into a weird kind of like side turn of um, PogChamp getting uh, removed from Twitch. How the Which fuck did that? Ha- what happened with that? <laughs> so you know, uh, so what is the I have guy's no name? idea. Go- Gotex, or is it like, I think that's his name. I can't remember if that's his name right. It's like go. It's along those lines, like G O O, like T, E C T, or something like that. Uh, yeah. But the guy, the guy's original face, the the, the guy who is PogChamp, um, <laughs> is a like, very far right. Uh, Trump supporter. Oh my god. What the fuck? And uh he apparently made some posts about like with the rally and stuff. And then apparently just, showed yeah. like the video of the woman that got killed, like the video of her dying and stuff. So Twitch made Jesus it Christ. uh made it apparent that they're gonna remove the just they're just gonna outright move the the pog champ. And I guess he's been like that for a while or something, and now they're making like moves to completely remove him anyway. Yeah, they're, like, making the stand. I mean, honestly, good, because we don't need to... The gaming community does not need to, like, fucking give a platform to anybody like that, even if it's as stupid as an emote. Uh, politics have started crazy. It's insane. Where We we are in, in a moment of insanity, and uh, the good news is that I think it's it's kind of over now. Like, Joe Biden, the, the Congress, has now officially announced that Joe Biden is president-elect. They are refusing to do any more hearings regarding the fraudulence of the present the election. Um, so it's set in stone right now. It's just really sad that this had to happen. Yeah. Uh, and it, and it's, 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 it's fucking bananas. Uh, so that was my emotional reaction yesterday. And today I woke up feeling the kind of like, like, like anxiety that you feel when like something is looming over the back of your head. <laughs> yeah. But you don't know what it, you're just waiting for the punch kind of feels like that because like 2020 started the same way it was like like the first week of 2020 it was like something shitty happened dr drace in the hospital with an aneurysm oh yeah that too you know so mf okay, doom uh, died yeah M- mf died so it's it's i am How, optimistic how's your, how's, your, how's your week been going though i mean like let's kind of yeah. shift gears a bit yeah, well, my, my week's been great. My week's been great. Uh, MF, M, knowing that MF Doom died was a, was a bummer. I really liked his music. Uh, and But my week's been great. I've been chilling with my cats. I got a new desk setup uh, yeah, going you got on, that, which that is why the background is great. Yeah, it looks sick. Yeah, I'm fucking hyped. And the next thing I need is a fucking green screen to get rid of that shit. That's all my camera equipment. I just realized you have, like, a little, um, little, like, like you have a, like little a little what? like side table or like part it's part of your desk that's next to you and I thought and I, for, oh, yeah. I just now noticed it's not the part of your floor because it's like the same texture. <laughs> yeah, my desk is a two person desk because Annie, my girlfriend, just bought a gaming PC, uh, so now we have a two person desk. Her desk is over there on the right side, and I sit over here. And so now when we stream together, I won't be in her background and she won't be in mine. <laughs> Damn, I kind of. I wish I. That, that seems nice to have like a little like someone to press my arm on or put my drink next to or something. Oh, dude, it's fucking great. Check that shit out. Like it's, 
That's where yeah, all my that, see, my, I, I need that amazing. because I'll put my, like, so I have, like, I, I have no, uh, I have no space on my desk. So, like, me putting a, a cup here, like, on, like, so my second screen's here and then my first right. screen is here. And then, mo like, my, if I have, like, a cup of tea or something, it's going to be covering up half my screen on my, my right. <laughs> That's the fucking worst. Or my left, I mean. So, it's, like, it's madness for me. Yeah, I have been... I've been very excited. I've been like redoing my setup so that I can have like real estate that like real estate on the desk. I have like real two estate. Mounds. That's the word I was looking for. Earlier. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm so it's I'm like, bad at podcasting because I can't think of words to use. It, it's, uh, it's, it's hard all to think. Good. It's hard. To, it's hard to uh, speak English and it, you know. Take it from the Hispanic man. I totally understand. <laughs> take it for the English speaker. It's, it's, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. Oh, I. I've been doing okay. I am just exhausted from building this desk and emotionally exhausted from the beginning of the year. How about you? Uh, yeah, about the same. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I've been streaming a lot lately. Uh, that's mm -hmm. been fun. I, I gotta stop spending so much fucking money into it because <laughs> I'm not making <laughs> anything back. I'm not making any of that money back. So I gotta. I'm gonna have to. Uh, stop because uh, i'm slowly building up a studio in my room and i'm like Dude, i'm gonna have to have a spare bedroom just to keep going that is that's the only problem when like because being a content creator that's the only problem with apartments now like i can't have one room i, I can i can never go under 700 dollars for an apartment now just because i yeah. need that second room for bullshit are, are you are you in a one bedroom or two bedroom i'm in a two bedroom right now yeah is this your Thank second fuck. bedroom yeah this is the office fuck dude I'm, yeah. I'm in a one bedroom and I'm like, damn, I wish, if I could just have a second bedroom, I would, make it, <laughs> I would, I would have a studio like no. <laughs> I was gonna tell you that one of our one of our fucking neighbors moved out, but it's also a one bedroom, so you're fucked. Oh, it'd just be in the same situation. How, what's the square footage on that? It's it's small. No. Yeah, it's my a lot the same. I think my apartment's only like sixty feet. <laughs> it's, his, it's his room right here <laughs> i got a green screen to make a bigger room <laughs> that's hilarious um, <laughs> yeah but yeah apartment life sucks i mean i like being in an apartment but i mean i like being in the city and stuff but damn i kind of wish i i would have like i could have like a cheaper apartment for with like better square feet square footage shit. Yeah, no, I feel you. Do you ever catch yourself like was watching uh, YouTube videos of like these mansions and stuff? <laughs> I do it all the time, I, and, I, and I have a bad habit. I'm like, fuck, man, I could, I could just have a million dollars, <laughs> just a just a million to drop on a house. I yeah. I've seen I've seen videos of people that have like here's what my version of that is like watching Battle Station videos on YouTube. People that have like two 30, like 40 fucking inches monitors, like a 60 inch ultra wide monitor that like covers the entire wall. And like they have like a monitoring system for their audio. And like that's the kind of shit that I'm guilty of. And I will like sit down and watch and cry because they're not my. Some room. of those things, like, I'm like, you bought this just for the overkill because I'm like, when they have like a big fucking flat screen TV like right above their station and stuff, I'm like, you don't, you don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> like, is this is or they have like six computer screens. I'm like, there's no need for that. At at maximum, three screens is enough. Yeah, the only, like, the only I would have a third screen saw. just for Discord or something. <laughs> <laughs> I saw, I've seen animators use like six screens, like 3D animators, 
and like okay that yeah yeah. i can see that because you'd you'd have one up for texturing one up for your model and then one up for like references and then all that shit but no one's doing that they're like they're playing games and then they have discord uh google chrome and then they (laughs) their capture software or whatever it's like add station over there just a bunch of shit on the screen anyway crockett yeah what we got going on what we got going on for today uh so uh you know we what is today the 7th the 7th january 7th um so today, we're gonna just going to be kind of setting sail on um, what we're excited for in 2021, what we're kind of hyped yeah. for. Because there, uh, I mean, I'm kind of like a Debbie Downer on this because like, I'm just like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, man, there's nothing going to come out in 2021. But there's already been things that's been delayed to 2021. So we have those things to look for this year, which I just remember that the Black Widow movie is still coming out. But damn. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. When is that even? Because that got announced like mid last year. That got an, I feel like that got announced like fucking 2019. It may have. Black uh, Widow release date. One movie that I know definitely it's been fucking delayed to all hell is Godzilla vs. Kong. But <laughs> we're still waiting. <laughs> Every day we get a little crumb. We get like a trip. We get like a. We don't even get a trip. Like people have been thirsty for the trailer. But I mean, you we've just been waiting a for um, We finally got a banner. We got like visual, <laughs> like um, the visuals of the colors and stuff. I think there's been some toys leaked, mm-hmm. but that's pretty much it. Like the banner, but I think we're we probably get a. I'm hoping we're gonna get a trailer soon this year. When but do you yeah, think, would it, Godzilla, do you think it'll release Godzilla versus to... Kong should be releasing 2021. Dude, fucking, it's crazy that you guys haven't got a trailer because I've been hearing about this movie for fucking ages. Uh, it got announced like 2019, and then tw- it was supposed to come out in 2020. And then it got delayed, and then that makes sense. The virus and stuff, and then it kept getting delayed, and then I, we don't have an official like date. It's just like they just moved it to twenty twenty one. So we maybe <laughs> May if we're lucky. Maybe. I, I yeah, I feel like they're gonna try to do because because a lot of movies are kind of waiting for the latter half of the year. Um, to release again, because I feel like that's when things are going to be in control. It is coming to uh, HBO. I just HBO Max. That. Okay, cool. Then I'm glad they made that concession because I don't think they would. That movie would have seen the that movie would not have seen a release otherwise. Yeah. Um. So tell me a little bit more. Godzilla versus Kong. I know that it's obviously Godzilla fi- fighting a giant monkey, but what's the what the fuck even is the plot of the Godzilla movies at this point? It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Big monsters <laughs> smash into each other. I mean, that's all I need to get my buttons. Theater. I mean, the, I mean, it's at least you know what you want. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah. I'm not going in with high expectations. I'm not going to get blown away by the the acting in this. Uh, it is directed by, which has me a little bit worried. Um, this is named Aaron Winghart. Who's that? Aaron Winghart. I don't think he's not done many movies. In the. Hey, cut this bit out. Oh, dude, Godzilla vs. Kong has a release date. It's May 21. Oh, d- oh okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So I was yeah. right. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Okay, it looks Adam like Wingard, we're returning. Yeah. Millie Bobby Brown's going to be in it. Uh, Kyle Chandler's going to be in it. Alexander uh, Skargar. 
Oh, dude, I fucking love that dude. Which was he was in. Oh, then. Oh, never mind. It's not who I thought it was. Never mind. He was in Tarzan. He was Tarzan. Oh, weird. Uh, okay, cool. So Godzilla vs. Kong has got a release date May 21st. You guys have been waiting for that for a long ass time. Adam Wingard, not uh, Adam Aaron Wingard. Wingard. So he did direct one of my favorite horror movies, which is VHS. Or okay. he had, I guess, I think he was the overall director. So if you don't know what VHS is, it's it was like a series. It was a collection of, of horror movies. Horror films. Yeah, like horror yeah. shorts. It was horror shorts, but he did the overall uh, thing. And then he also did Your Next, uh, The Guess, and The Blair Witch 2016. I still haven't seen The Blair Witch 2016. It's, it's just okay. like, he's, it's, it's yeah, like, he. <laughs> he's a very, like, I don't know. He doesn't have a great track record. Right. So I'm not uh, expecting too much out of this. It's going to be monkey fighting giant lizard. So, I mean, yeah, there's not, I mean, do you really need, it's the V it's the effects department is what I'm worried about. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, does it look good? Like, am I going to see yeah. some cool, like scenes? That's, that's a like spectacle shit. More that worried about sense. who's doing the, the storyboard. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah. Um, just waiting around for that. What about the fucking anime? So, is there yeah, like a, so there's like a Godzilla anime. What's that about? Uh, Godzilla's singular points. Yeah. You know, I should have like had a bunch of this stuff uh, popped open, and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's a Netflix series coming to, um, or it's a Godzilla anime called Singular Point that's coming to Netflix. And Good. I think I don't know if we know too much about it. I don't know if it has a release date. Let me see. So, it does. It has a April. Uh, so, April. Yeah, and apparently is, let me see, a brand new staff and a new search to pick the joint geniuses, May Kamino, a female researcher, and June Arikawa, a male engineer, as they take on an unprecedented threat with their companions. So, it really is kind of just like the same story every single time. It's just like the way that they tell it is different. That's freaking cool. I have never been a kaiju guy, uh, but the last Godzilla movie that I watched was really fucking sweet. Which one? The King of the Monsters? No, I watched 20, the Shin Godzilla, the Japanese one. That's oh, one that I was the last one you watched. Okay, Shin Godzilla. Yeah, yeah that was a, it's a great one to start with, I guess. Uh, you are seeing like 54? Mm-mm. I, I would compare like Shin Godzilla to 54 just because of its their uniqueness and stuff. Right. Is 54 one of the original ones? The 54 is like, the original. The original one? The yeah. very no, I haven't one, seen yeah. it. I, I want to see it because it's like... Godzilla has always been a really cool interpretation of like the fears of like that particular society at a particular time. Because like the first Godzilla was like a metaphor for like radioactive weaponry or like, like yeah, nuclear it's like weaponry. Yeah, it's the looming like title of like, war and stuff. It's put, it, like, I mean, technically Godzilla is a metaphor for war and just mm-hmm. like that this overall destruction that it causes and stuff and it and it it projects more on those characters and then like the destruction of like like on the one of the first scenes like when Godzilla attacks this island they go through it and it's how like they they they're picking um bodies out of the uh wreckage and shit like that and they do also like some, something similar in Shin Godzilla where they do the exact same thing and they see the the dread over 
looking at this character like how's good how good something like this happened and stuff like that right but yeah, I'm super, that about the uh, super pumped for the anime um netflix didn't really hit the mark last time so they had a trio of godzilla anime movies i think singular point is going to be a, a series yeah and it and the animation style looks pretty solid and godzilla's design does look kind of similar to m uh mk or m or gmk style where it's like mm-hmm. he has like this kind of like rough gorilla slash tiger design um that's the best way i can describe it without popping it up on the screen or something okay uh, i see it yeah, it looks he looks angry, and that's a really cool. I think they did they kind of hit it out of the park with that design. So because it definitely looks like kind of set setting the tone for what we're probably gonna see. But the let's see who is animating this. Uh, it would be well, it's Toho Animation. Oh, it's Bob uh, Bones. Bones, where do you see the studio? production in which they've also done wolf Ra- oh yeah. they did full metal alchemist oh dude fuck yeah uh they which also full done metal? a seven uh soul eater the guy brotherhood the... so yeah oh, dude, i mean studio incredible. bones i've always yeah yeah studio bones is a good animation studio so yeah the character design is apparently handled by the guy that did the blue exorcist manga katsu akato uh with a former studio ghibli animator uh, A.G. Jamamori designing the monsters. That's pretty fucking sweet. There's some big names. There's some big production behind that. Yeah. I have a... I'm pretty... Yeah, pretty excited. I mean, from what little that we've gotten so far, the little breadcrumbs, a little, little nibble. Uh, I'm pretty... I'm pretty stoked for it. Also, another... Um, another anime series that I, I am pretty excited for. I'm actually super excited for this one, and I've really... And I've been waiting a really long time is Adult Swim's uh, Uzumaki. Which is, yeah. if you don't know, Uzumaki is a manga by the great and powerful uh, Junji Ito. God, I fucking love Junji Ito's work, man. He's so good. Dude, I have almost every one of his books at this point. My my bookshelf is literally bending because I keep buying all his physical <laughs> books, and I, <laughs> I, 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 I have like overlapping books with like individual like short stories and stuff. That's crazy. And. I don't, little I don't know if you've ever seen like the Junji Ito anime collection that they had with Country Roll. I have I, I didn't see it because I didn't hear great things about it. I right, heard that it was kind of mediocre. The the thing that makes Junji Ito like special is like those those like build up panels mm-hmm. to when you t- turn the page and then hits he has his like weird overhanging dread of an art style that it just makes you go ooh or like it's it's an uncanny like humanistic drawing that he's able to pull off it's like he has a weird style for yeah well it's the hyper detail like certain things what it's the hyper detail that he puts into those drawings because like he i've seen videos of him working my man spends more time inking lines and details and wrinkling and like wrinkles into people's anatomy uh, than the actual drawing itself. Like, my man is spent an excruciating amount of time highlighting the little bits of the body that feel wrong and feel unnatural. I mean, his art style is incredible. It is... It, the, I've, I've read some of his, like, 
most popular work. Like I've read Uzumaki and I read Enigmara Fault and I've read the the Balloon Head one. Uh, the Balloon Head oh. one fucked me up. The oh the Shiver one. The well, it's it's in Shiver. I don't know if you've read the complete like book or not. I haven't. I haven't. Because like I, that a, a lot story. of it, he has like a bunch of books. So fragment, uh, fragments of horror, Shiver. Uh, what is the other one? He has like three books where it's just all short stories. I, I would argue that he mainly does short stories. Mm-hmm. So like um, Uzumaki is a fat, huge book. And it is a continuously from start to end one story revolving around one main character. But each chapter is a pretty much a short story in, in segments. But okay. it's a short story in an overarching story. So do you think that the show is going to follow that treatment where like each episode is going to be like a like a short version of like a chapter like a short story version of a chapter and depending on how I don't, i'm not sure i'm not entirely sure how long it is it's going to be a series because that would be cool it may be like an hour long episodes and they might do like six or something but yeah it, they could easily uh chalk up uh those like main little stories into little bits of like episodes and stuff fascinating I am. I'm actually really excited for that because I've. I so I've seen the Japanese live action version of Uzumaki, um, which is a great campy fun. <laughs> yeah. The Japanese. The Japanese horror movies are so good. Uh, and I've read the story, and I've also seen parts of the Junji Ito anime collection that came out. That was kind of disappointing because it, the animation lacked a lot of that detail that made Uzumaki stories so visceral. Right. Uh, or not Uzumaki, Junji Ito series, so visceral. So I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to see what they do with this, because Uzumaki is. There's only three stories that I've read in my life that have like stuck with me, and Uzumaki and the Balloon Head are two of them. You know, like Junji Ito has two places in that, and so I'm excited to see what they do with it. Have you ever read? Um, I think it's the, for, like the story is called Forever, like the. It's a sleep one. It's called like Forever Rest or A Thousand Years Slumber or something like that. That that is like one of my like favorite short stories that he's done. And then uh, Honorable Ancestors is another one, which where they have like these like certain panels of just will be inserted into your mind forever. Junji Ito Sleep Sleep Girl or something. I'll it's a uh, I think what is the name of it? It's, it's, it's incredible. I will it, it should definitely... be like a hospital bed one or something. Oh God, those those panels. <laughs> yeah, the panels is like the best. Junji Ito is an incredible, incredible artist. If you have not read any Junji Ito, uh, even if like this anime is your introduction to it, like pick up a book or like read some of the short stories online, you will not regret it. They are gorgeous, gorgeous pieces of art and like so terrifying for like manga. It's great. It's fucking great. I'm yeah. so excited for uh, it. If, if, you, if you're curious to pick up any book, definitely pick up Shiver. Shiver will get you hooked. Is that the that most is accessible like one? The, pretty much is his like best hits. Okay. Like all his short stories into like one book. I would, hi- yeah, so definitely pick up Shiver. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. So let's let's talk about uh let's talk about uh some of your favorite games that are coming up for 2021. What you got? Uh, so... I definitely know there's two games 
<laughs> that I'm excited for coming out this year that has release dates. We've been kind of getting a little bit dry lately because mostly like we get a big load in uh, October and stuff for the fall yeah. releases, and then when we kind of hit January and stuff, we kind of we're kind of dried out and nothing's been really announced. Uh, right. But we are so at the Game Awards, we did get a Back for Blood uh, announcement, which is a spiritual successor to Left 4 Dead, which I am really hyped for. I love Left 4 Dead. Love that series. That was like one of my favorite uh, series when I was a kid. And I can't wait. And that's coming out in June. But I think there's a, I want to say an alpha or a beta in testing right now. Yeah, I think think there's an alpha. Uh, Yeah, something like that. I saw it played. uh, The last I heard it was an alpha. Um, uh, But I saw it played uh, not too long ago. And it looks incredible. I mean, like the... Yeah, it looks super up to date. Uh, I mean, the it looks like the AI is like working great. Yeah, it's not like that janky fucking like Valve AI that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would come up to you and they would like just get stuck in a car and just do just do this shit for like. I want to say it's like it, they're using the Unreal Engine four for it. That makes sense. Yeah, it it looks really fucking good. I'm excited about that because I. When that when Left 4 Dead came out, I was a I was a lonely, geeky, fucking like fourteen year old or fifteen year old, with like very little friends that were into gaming. And now that we have the Discord and all of us are into gaming, I feel like a game like Left 4 Dead is gonna be fucking huge amounts of fun. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be a lot easier to find people to play with this this time around. Yeah, Hopefully they have met. Um, actually, no, I think yeah they had matchmaking before, but uh, yeah, the Discord is gonna be popping with when that comes mm-hmm. out. Uh, another game I'm also super excited for is uh, Persona 5 Strikers, which is oh, yeah. a oh look at oh look at him little minna little, little fatty catty. So <laughs> uh, also another game I'm excited for is, is Persona 5 Strikers, which is a um I'm trying to think of the game's name. Uh, it's a st- that style of game. Where it's like if you fight on like fifty enemies at once. It's a Dynasty Warrior. Dynasty uh, Warriors, yeah. It is a Dynasty yeah. Warriors type game where you it, it it's not a turn based like normal like persona games. It, it is a hack and slash Dynasty yeah, Warrior like, where you take on fifty enemies at once. It's a complete like power fantasy. Like there's <laughs> Yeah, you just like I, I, <laughs> It looks ahead. a little bit different from just a a generic dynasty warrior kind of type game it it looks like there's a lot of i mean the art style the animations uh you using your persona to attack it looks really fun yeah. and, I, and i can't wait and that's coming in february so we're gonna get that actually pretty soon oh dude fuck yeah uh i'm definitely gonna i'm definitely gonna pick that up because uh, i think it's already out in japan i want to say and then it's it's coming to the u.s in february yeah i'm really excited i played hyrule warriors and i played uh Age of Calamity Horror Warriors, and those are fantastically fun games. Yeah, so I had one a, for I Persona, the demo it's fucking for, great. Um, Calamity, and that's that was a lot of fun. Yeah, they're great. Um, I'm really excited for Persona 5 Strikers, too. I love Persona. I've been playing Persona 5 Royale. That shit is fantastic. Um, so I'm I'm big hype. Jesus, don't make me don't make me get back into Persona. Dude. I don't have that to- type of time anymore. Just putting fucking 150 hours into a game. <laughs> I think I'm like cracking like 60 hours on uh, Cyberpunk right now. I'm doing. Dude, I'm I... literally gonna probably like 
I'm not going to 100% that game because I'm kind of glitched out on some missions and I've failed some oh, missions. That sucks. But, like, I'm going to, like, 95% that game. <laughs> I'm almost, I'm getting close to max. I think I'm, like, level 32 or something, and the max is, like, the cap is, like, 50. Okay. Yeah, I'm, like, level 22. I've been, I've put, like, 45 hours into Cyberpunk. And, like, like at least 10 of them are me just driving around. Fucking shut up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, I, that's all I like to do. I find I bought one of the best cars in the game just yeah. recently. I just keep saving up money and buying shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm completely, I'm cyberwared out, too. Like, my entire body has some te- piece of, like, technology built into it. Fuck yeah, man. Love uh, to see but, it. uh, keeping on the subject of another Japanese game, um, these haven't been announced for 2021, but hopefully that we will get a announcement or release date in 2021 and hopefully it's this year but mm-hmm. i'm kind of holding out for elden ring which is the next okay. from soft game which what the fuck is, is elden ring because i've heard so much about elden it ring is the next from soft game that's going to be there uh they let uh george rr R. martin co-write okay or he's a writer on it it's like so it's going to be like a fantasy title it's like like a yeah like a medieval it's fantasy gonna be probably game of thrones is, is hell which i'm super <laughs> excited for uh, another game is Horizon Forbidden West. Nice. Uh, love Horizon. Love the. I, I wasn't huge on the story for Horizon, but the the overall world and the like the creature designs and stuff was so amazing. And the game pl- the gameplay is really fun. So I'm like, super excited for mm-hmm. Forbidden West, and then uh, obviously Breath of the Wild uh, two. I mean, I'm excited for Breath of the Wild too. Of twenty of um. 2019, I think it was. No, 2017. Holy shit! It launched with the the Switch, and uh, it's yeah. and they could possibly be holding it this game back for a Switch Pro. Right. Which, Which I, I hope would it's be kind not of annoying. Like a, yeah. I hope they don't lock us out. They're going to be doing a Switch Pro or something like yeah. along those lines. I just hope that they don't lock us out like they did with the new 3DS or something like that. Like right. That would be, that uh, yeah. Would be stupid. That's what I'm. I don't in. There's no way that they would, right? No, I don't think so. But Nintendo's been kind of fucking games, up lately, so. But the, I mean, that would be like a good way to push people into the into that new console. Yeah, absolutely yeah. would be. I'm very but, excited uh, for Breath of the Wild too. I am. I I don't like. I'm very bad at open world games, but I feel like the presentation of Breath of the Wild was so good that I'm excited to see what they do with it. And apparently, the second one has a little bit more horror elements than the first one, so mm, I'm big hype. I would, I would game, love a... Did, did you ever play that game and you just didn't know what was happening when the Blood Moon came out and you got so scared? It scared the shit out of me. <laughs> it scared the piss out of me. I, I saw this, like, seeing all this stuff, like, kind of, like, float up, and I'm like, what's happening? And then I turned, and I'm like, why is the moon red? <laughs> I love... One of the things that make that game great is that you kind of just, like... You, the game doesn't really tell you what to do or where to go. You kind of just explore yourself, so you get to organically find like what's going on like the, the blood moon the fucking uh dragons that are fly around the mountain I dude was like, Holy the first shit, time i saw that dragon i was i was like on top of a mountain i was i didn't even see it from afar i was like, like on like, the mountain the cold, it was a freezing mountain too right yeah it was like on the mountain that the fucking dragon spawns into it was the lightning one and i like jumped around and like i was gliding and this fucking dragon came out of like like a cloud and just fucking bonked me right in the head i was like what the really? fuck is you? happening yeah oh my god <laughs> you can get hit by them scare the shit out of me <laughs> <laughs> that was like the coolest moment in breath of the wild for me it was like finding that fucking dragon uh i love breath of i love systemic games like that games are like 
everything in the game interacts with itself and it's your job to figure out how like that should mm, delicious yeah that is incredible cool man you got some good shit going on i'm really excited for junji ito and i'm really excited for back for blood i think those are my like my top threes my top twos on your list i'm fucking oh i should this. mention i didn't mention this before but uh uzumaki is also going to be completely like, black and white and in the manga style oh, that's so, so it's going to be literally just the manga animated with sound and i super excited for that because i i can guarantee you that it's going to hype heighten hype heighten hype heighten like I said it before, English is hard. It's hard. English is bullshit. Uh, it's man. gonna heighten the like, just the eerie vibe of that. Because I think one of the things that like Uzumaki does so well is just make, give you the heebie-jeebies. It is, it's eerie. <laughs> it's eerie as to all hell. The heebie-jeebies. Yeah, the heebie the heebie-jeebies. Um, <laughs> but moving on to like some uh, some stuff you're excited for. Yeah, I love that. So. On a similar vein, like, I'm going to talk about my games first, and I'm going to talk about the movies. Uh, so I am really excited. Uh, I, I know that everyone's kind of heard of, like, at least heard of Nier Automata. Like, it's not like a like a niche game at all, but I feel like not a lot of people appreciate how good of a game Nier is as a series. And, like, I've never played the first Nier or Nier Replicant, which is what is a remake of a, the predecessor of Nier Automata. And I am really fucking excited for Nier Replicant because it looks like all of the action-y things of Nier Automata uh, are, like, just way improved in Nier Replicant in terms of gameplay experience. And I'm so fucking excited. I have no idea what the story is. I have no idea how it's going to work. I have no idea what Joshi P is even talking about half the time when it comes to that franchise. But I do know that it's a very fun franchise. And I am very excited about Nier Replicant. That shit looks so pretty have you seen like videos or screen craps of any of those of the uh, like any of the near games like near replicant or yeah near yeah Tomata? i mean 2b is like one of those is now like one of those uh, like iconic game characters you can't you see 2b <laughs> right. and you automatically know that's i mean that's near automata that's right i i'm i'm fucking in love with that universe i think it's just such a cool like well-formed well-built universe and i'm like so i'm so hyped to see it again in another game uh, i still haven't finished all of the endings for Nier automata so i got i this is my problem with games i love games that take like 300 hours to finish and then i never finish any of them because <laughs> i don't have that kind of time <laughs> yeah it's it's hard to be an adult and trying to find time to finish, finish these long games i know i mean like persona it took me like i think three months or something which is yeah. like absolutely an insane amount of time for me to beat a game because I'll be at a game in a weekend and be done with it. Same, same. That's how I do with all the Spider-Man games. I just play them and beat them. Which I will say, I think you could be... I think Persona could be 80 hours long if they just took out the... If they just had everything voice animated and then they never had any, like, of... You having to click A through... Oh, uh, to do stuff? Yeah. Text uh, box. Uh, I put that sections. shit on auto-scroll and just let it roll. Yeah, I mean... I think I think that took up the majority of my time. With that, but uh, Nier Automata, I never, I never, I wanted to get into it because it, everyone was like so. I I think it was like 2016 when that game came out, or something, mm-hmm. 2015. But that's everybody was playing it. It was like the most hyped game. It was. It's but, so uh, good because it, it blends that genre. What kind of so genre much. of game is it? Like, well, it's a it's technically an action RPG. It's technically an action game. But it has some RPG elements. It has some, uh, you know, those those bullet hell video games. 
Um, it has elements of that. It turns into it. It near Automata turns is like six genres because it's got the action elements of it. Some of it turns into like a hacking mini game that's like a bullet hell. Some of them turn into like a stick shooter type situation depending on the boss. Um, so I would say that Near Automata is more like an abstract piece in terms of genres. Uh, it just yeah, kind of blends them all. Because I know all. some people they would get turned. I've heard that like a lot of people got turned off by the overall gameplay of it. Yeah, so most of the gameplay is an action. Like, most of the gameplay looks like uh, Devil May Cry or like feels like Devil May Cry. You have a okay. light button, a heavy button, and then you shoot things with a little pod behind you. Um, but some of the gameplay is bullet hells, twin stick shooters, platforming. It kind of depends on like what emotion Joshi P wants to like direct in the scene. Um, the reason why I'm interested in Near Replicant is because it looks and feels much more like an action game than Near Tom and it did, and I like love that universe because it's the the animation is so pretty, the world is so pretty, the bosses design is so pretty that I, I want to see it just in that way rather than like in like exploring like several genres. Um, so I'm very excited for that one. The other game that I'm very 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 excited for is Resident Evil Village. Uh, mainly because I'm not a huge fan of Resident Evil as a franchise anymore. Um, I, you know, I wasn't born with Resident Evil 1, Resident Evil 2. Uh, I started with Resident Evil 4. I loved Resident Evil 4. Uh, 5 and 6 were really... In my, five, 6 is a good game. Fuck everybody that says otherwise. <laughs> it's just just 6 saying. is okay. If you didn't really yeah. play the first ones, yeah, you, you yeah. could play 6 and be like, like yeah, a, that, was, that was a... It's not I mean, a horror it, game. It's in the like, genre of action game. If you're if you're not trying to play it like a Resident Evil game, more of a, like an action game. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fun game. It's it's totally it's fuck you nerds. Okay, it's not a Resident <laughs> Evil game, but it's a good game. Fuck yourself. Um, so yeah, like this I, is not a, uh, here, here, this is how you should phrase this. Like yeah. it's not it's not a good Resident Evil game, it, but it is a overall it's a good action game. Yeah. Well, Cro- Crockett is more diplomatic than I am. I'm gonna tell you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, but I played all of those games first and then Resident Evil 7 came out and I was so charmed by the aesthetics of Resident Evil 7 and sort of like how they went back to like what made Resident Evil 1 and 2 like so creepy uh, by putting the game in first person and crafting the environment and Resident Evil, but Resident Evil 7 took itself a little too seriously in my opinion. Like it had a lot of absurdity, but it took itself a little like like it, it wasn't. It didn't try to be goofy enough within the universe that Resident Evil had already established. Um, but Resident Evil Village, as serious as it is, you got fucking lycanthropes and vampires walking about. What the fuck is that? Why do we have vampires in like Resident Evil Eight? <laughs> Resident Evil has always kind of had that wacky, wackadoo, like weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> like Resident Evil Four was like that too, right? With the villagers and. Your Resident Evil Four is full of goofy shit. You can't, like, you can't walk two steps in that game without laughing at something stupid that happens. Yeah, <laughs> it's but like it's Resident Evil like Four the, is my favorite. It's not like it's like it's like oh, Resident Evil is like zombies. Like, well, I mean, look at Mister X. Like, is that's not really a zombie? <laughs> it's like some super creature thing. X going. So it, I guess it really, it's never to its core. It's never really been. It's more about more or less like the virus itself and what it can make, like what monsters it can make. Yeah, uh, much so. It's like it's like less about the like the like the traditional low like slow crawling zombie and more about like biological warfare and like body horror, I would say. Yeah. Um but I I love Resident Evil 7. I am very Resident Evil 8 takes place in a medieval uh castle. It has a mansion in it. 
it, it just feels Resident like Evil it's four vibes. Yeah, big Resident Evil four vibes, and then also big Resident Evil first, like like the first Resident Evil uh, vibes with the mansion and all of that. So it feels like a return to the roots and an acknowledgement of what made Resident Evil four great because it was so fucking goofy. <laughs> Uh, like we have vampires and werewolves walking around. Like that's how are you gonna sell that to me in a Resident Evil Eight game? I'm so excited to see it. Um, the gameplay looks a little bit more action focused. It looks like you're gonna have a little bit of a bigger arsenal to fight against your surroundings, and it looks like the the enemies move a lot quicker than like whatever the 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 sludge monsters were in Final Fantasy in Resident Evil Seven. Um, so I'm I'm very excited, very excited for Resident Evil Village. Uh, even though I'm a huge wimp when it comes to horror games, I will definitely stream Resident Evil 8. Just because I, I I want the experience of a horror game that like makes me have fun as much as it scares me. Yeah, and that's a it's a hard balance to keep up. Something that is no overarching dread. I'll tell you what game executed that extremely well mm-hmm. was uh, did you ever play Evil Within? Yeah, Evil I never beat it. Uh, which is a it's like a uh it's by the director from resident evil yeah it's, it's a fantastic game the the first evil within feels a lot like resident evil 4 i tell you I, when i beat that game i was emotionally drained <laughs> i was like this game ran my ass through the gauntlet i was sweating freaking out i mean there'd be times where my controller would just be soaking wet with sweat <laughs> i, I mean <laughs> That's so gross. I, I would just be like, I would be like, this is a fucking chore at some point. But the game is super rewarding as like you being able to like upgrade your um, character and stuff through the game. So it's right. it's rewarding, but like you have to like you, it, it's almost like in the sense of like Dark Souls where it's like it's punishing. It's but the punishing side, it, it's this hoary. It's like scary. Yeah. It terrifies you. But if you can get through those parts, then you get rewarded with like upgrades and stuff. I, my, the biggest thing that scared me in that game was the zombies getting up from the ground after you gank them. Uh, I would always burn yeah. those bitches. There's, there's no mechanic in any, in any game that terrifies me more than one mannequins and two dead shit that comes back around. It's, I'm done. It scares the How shit out of me. How many times did you, do you have to kill the spider? Uh, I, I don't think I even made it to the spider, man. I made it to like the third chapter. Wait, you never got to the spider? I don't think the, so. Don't, the wit spider thing? I don't remember it. I don't remember it. I may have, I but I don't remember it. So many times that level. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. I've seen people play that game. And the game is like it's like difficult. And the, the second one is not any easier. Um Evil Within I, think, like, I never picked up the second one. It's a little bit more open worldly, uh, but it's also very good. It's 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 they they horror for Evil Within is kind of the horror that I want from like Resident Evil Eight, where like yeah. everything feels like a little bit like what the fuck is going on here, but also like holy shit, I'm terrified. Uh, <laughs> and I I love games like that, and I'm I'm very excited for Resident Evil Village or Eight. The V is the V three is the Village, whatever. The graph the graphic designer for for Resident Evil is like patting himself on the back so hard <laughs> yeah, yeah that was that's a huge reveal for when seven got announced oh yeah like Dude, it had the the seven on the fucking yeah yeah whatever the font was it's like yeah, whatever <laughs> uh and then my the last game that i'm like really excited for is gotham knights um i love the arkham franchise except for arkham city or not arkham city arkham knight 
the last one that came out for the Arkham franchise was a bit dodgy for me. Like everything was great except the 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 bat the Batmobile. If they could have took out the Batmobile. That would have been yeah. good. It it's just it felt like it was a little too much. They could try to pack too much into the game, and it all felt a little unbalanced. Uh, but I've played through all of the Arkham series, and my one wish for any Arkham game was to play as any other character other than Batman. Uh, and Gotham Knights is just that. It's the Arkham games with, like, you play as Batgirl, excuse me, Batgirl, Robin, and, like, there's, like, four more people, and you can do, like, multiplayer with other people, too. Yeah, um, I wonder how that's going to work with um, multiple characters and stuff, and I wonder if the mechanics are going to be exactly the same. If, if what is going to be exactly the same? The mechanics are going to be the same as, like, Arkham Knight and yeah. City and... I wonder too. I'm re- I'm I'm looking forward to it because I like the idea of having hot swappable characters for Arkham or going into like having like different campaigns for each character, uh, and then having co-op missions within those campaigns where like people are helping each other out. Um, that sounds really good, especially if I can do it in co-op because like playing that game with a friend must be really really fucking fun. Um, the the combat looks like more Spider-Man too that rather than like Arkham. Uh, the Arkham combat always used to be like it was really fluid, but there was a weird speed ramping when it came to like the actual hitting, uh, so that like things felt heavier when they hit in the animation. And I think that they have refined that a lot more, so that instead of feeling a little bit more stiff as Batman would fight, it feels a little bit more fluid. Like the more acrobatic members of the Bat family are gonna You're- fight. Like setting up for like combos, like faster combos and stuff. Yeah, it's it's it feels a lot. It feels it genuinely looks a lot more like Spider Man. Like even the feel of it looks more like Spider Man Miles Morales would look in terms of like animation. Yeah, the characters when when they're doing stuff, like they are a lot more fluid within their like moving around and stuff. Yeah, and so would, yeah, like like you were saying, like Batman definitely has like he's like this huge hunking character, right? That like when you punch something, you can feel the bones, but it's pausing because you're breaking bones. Exactly, your hits are so heavy that there's like a there's like a frame lag between each move. Yeah, it's like kind of like a hold. Yeah, and and so I'm excited to see it looking a little bit more different, looking a little bit more fluid, um, because these characters are so nimble and have to compensate in other ways that Batman doesn't have to. Uh, I feel like gadgetry is going to be a big focus too because these characters all have like very specific gadgets and very specific styles. You can do you can do builds like you can build your character to play more towards stealth and more towards fighting. So it's got some basic like RPG elements attached to it. Uh, the only thing that I'm really worried about is that uh, it has any game that has this, any game that has a health bar and a number right to the left of the health bar. I'm assuming that it's going to be a game-as-a-service game, like Avengers was. Mm. Uh, and I'm really worried that that's going to fuck with it. Because if it's a game-as-a-service, then the experience will immediately diminish by, like, 50%. Because you're going to have to pay for a lot of your shit. Yeah, probably. Um, it may be, like, a um, Avenger-type game. Yeah. So as long as it's not... That isn't that element of the game isn't too intrusive, I'm I'm going to play it. Because it, it, looks, it looks a lot of fun. And oddly enough, like the the superhero video games are like my favorite genre of video games uh, because they are. I just love the power fantasy of like swinging around as Spider Man and like swinging around as Batman. Um, that shit's gonna be tight. Um, so those are my three games for like twenty twenty one that I'm really excited for: Resident Evil Village, uh, Neo Replicant, and then Gotham Knights. They all release at some ver- some point in this year. I think Resident Evil is like May, uh, and uh, I'm just fucking hype. 
because uh, we don't get a lot of games that are like good for like streaming or like multiplayer like things have been kind of dry the last couple of months uh some I'm, I'm just i'm just happy to be getting something that looks like genuinely fun and that isn't a fucking open world i'm tired of open world games but that's a rant for another yeah, it time is a, yeah it would be nice to kind of take a break from and some a little bit more linear yeah and then so now games are out uh, but films, the, again, COVID really fucked up the film industry uh, last year. There wasn't a lot to come out. The last movie that I saw in cinemas was Tenet, um, which seeing that movie without subtitles feels like a headache. Uh, what was I saying? So films. So Dune 2021 is directed by Dennis Villeneuve. Dune. 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 Fucking. AKA Sandworm. <laughs> Dude, it's That's got... the only thing I, I I think anyone knows about fucking doing is whoa big sandworm. <laughs> it's got the the sandworm from SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> what was the name? It was like big Alaskan bull. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much that is what it is, right? Yeah, pretty much. It's just a giant fucking worm. Now Dune is a it's a seventies movie. So Dune is originally a novel directed by Frank Herbert or Frank Hebert. Um, and so uh, the story follows a character that has to transport the most secure or the most valuable element in the planet from one place to another. It's it's a MacGuffin's movie, um, but it's it's like a bottle. It's a Dasani water. Yeah. <laughs> it's only that good. It's just the only water left on Earth. <laughs> it's like half empty and like kind of dirty. Um, <laughs> So, but the movie, uh, the 70s movie was directed by David, David Lynch, but David Lynch, by his own admission, has said that uh, he hates a movie. The, it, ha- it had a really difficult production cycle um, because him and the studio couldn't agree on what direction to take the movie. And so the movie just came out looking bad. Like it's David Lynch's worst movie. He hates it. Everyone hates it. Um, it's got a charm in a weird way, but it's not a good film. And so Denis Villanueva, which made movies like Arrival and Blade Runner 2049, is really the perfect director to talk about or to like direct a film of the caliber of Dune that deals with these kind of like big, broad, sort of mind-fucky concepts. Uh, Blade Runner 2049, uh, I can see that now from watching the trailer and knowing that now. I can definitely see... That like that that vibe that it's giving off. Right. It's like a it's like a very very hard sci-fi um, vibe. And so Dennis Villanueva has my full approval. He anything that he makes, I will watch because he's fucking incredible. <laughs> it's it's almost like every character, they all look like they're about to take a really long pause and tell you a long story. <laughs> I don't know how I don't know what, how to explain it, but everyone just has this like look. This is. Thousand yard stare, and then they're like, <laughs> they're all like traumatized. Like, Welcome. <laughs> yeah, they all. I, I like, love it. Like, every character looks like, damn, this person got some baggage of that fucking roll. Sit down with a cup of coffee for like three hours with this man. <laughs> really? It's like, I got a real long screenplay you need to read. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm really excited to to see Villanueva's like vision of this film. Uh, he's a fantastic director, and even though I know nothing of Dune, I know that I'm gonna enjoy myself. The cast is incredible. It's got Daddy Oscar Isaac, uh, Daddy Jason Momoa, and a little bit Daddy Timothy Chalamet. Uh, so you know, 
apparently it's supposed to be a Star Wars killer. Uh, I That's why like people hype it up. It's I, like because that because apparently the Dune world is is about as expansive as Star Wars. It is, but I don't think it's gonna kill Star Wars because it's not. It's not the same tonality, you know. Like, yeah, it's uh, not like this epic. Yeah, it's not an adventure. I guess film. well, it is an epic in a sense, but like, it, if you're into instead of space, let's replace it with sand. <laughs> yeah, kinda. It's also not like a like a fucking like fantasy adventure. Like, it's not a, a fantasy narrative. It's more of a it's like a hard sci-fi situation going on, and so it's 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 a lot different. I think it's it it borrows from. Star Wars and Star Wars borrows from it, but I think it's completely different approaches to the genre. So I don't think it'll be a killer, um, but it will Let's be a for phenomenal the end of film. The, the end of the movie when it pans out to the desert and you just see the two moons. Vin Diesel, Vin Diesel come out and they go Riddick. <laughs> That'd be a fucking. I'd stand up in the theater and clap. That would be incredible. <laughs> That'd be a little cherry on top. Then these old shows <laughs> shows up like you never turn your back on family. <laughs> Fuck it. Do people know what a chronic Riddick is? Like, oh, is, is that just a too far off reference? It, it might be for some of our younger people, but I know what that shit is like. I played the video game of that. The game again was shit. tight. <laughs> um. So yeah. So that's a uh, Dune by Villanueva, slated to release October 2021. Uh, so we got to wait a shit ton of time. I think they're releasing during there because they, they were going to release last winter, but the Academy Awards, they couldn't get a theatrical release, so they weren't eligible for the Academy Awards. Uh, so they're waiting until the next Academy Awards, hoping that they can release then. I'm pretty sure that that's the move. And then Matrix 4, man, another fucking Matrix film. How fucking shit, crazy is that? Matrix two, what, happened, what happened Matrix 2 and 3? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember either. <laughs> I, I know that I, I watched the first one not too long ago and like really held up. I really like Matrix 1, but I don't remember the other two. Um, now, is is the Matrix 4 going to be both sisters or is it just one sister? It's just one sister. It's going to be Lana Wachowski this time. So, see, I'm not too worried because the, the people that wrote Sense8, which are her collaborators for a long time, uh, are also I forgot to put their names in the document, but they're also helping her write the script. They've helped write the script. They're gonna help with the production of it, and those are two people that really understand sci-fi based on everything that they've written. And Lana Wachowski also understands sci-fi really, really well. I mean, she's a she's a phenomenal director. Um, so I am tr- I trust her with a thing like The Matrix, um, just because it's such a I don't know. I just feel like the the sensitivities of the Matrix are not so in depth that like one person can take the realm of it and like still have it be a great film. Um, so I I don't know, man. I mean, I don't know anything about the movie. We don't know anything because it's the plot has been kept kind of secret. We only know the cast. Uh, we know that Keanu is coming back as Neo, uh, which is always exciting. I love Keanu Reeves, man. Uh, he's coming back as Neo. We got a couple of the original cast. I think Morpheus might be coming back, um, which I hope. Yeah, dude, I love Lauren Fishburne. Yeah, me too. He's a phenomenal. Oh, he's so good. Have um, you watched him in uh, Hannibal? Dude, he's my favorite character in Hannibal. That's the that's the first time I really ever watched. I mean, I watched him in. Oh, fuck! What? Uh, Rent? Uh, what is that movie? Uh. What 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 happens? Horizon in the movie? Horizon Events. 
Horizon event. I don't think I've seen that. You never seen? It? It's like a space horror movie. No, I don't think I, I've heard where about they it, but like I seen open it. the gate to hell or something in space. It's kind of hmm. like a it's kind of like a lame movie, but it's it's interesting if you're into like space horror event horizon or that cosmic horror. Uh, but uh, him mm. in Hannibal, I finally got to see him like really get into a role and stuff. And it, and he's an amazing actor. Oh, oh. Really good. He's insanely good. Um, Lauren Fishburne is fantastic. Any movie, like any, Lauren Fishburne and Keanu Reeves are two actors that I would like, will love any movie that their roles in any movie, even if the movie is bad, they will have killed their roles. Um, people give Keanu a lot of shit for not being a good actor, but they're wrong. He's fantastic. Uh, no, Keanu can't act. Let's be Keanu is, is he, he doesn't need so to. He's not bad as Johnny Silverhand. People really like like shit on him, and I and I I, I think it's just because I came in with low expectations. Yeah. But he does an okay job. But let's be honest here, Keanu Reeves, very kind of wooden wooden actor. He I, is I, a wooden actor. I think he does. I think he might get typecasted a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Which is funny because he started his career as like not being typecast at all. I mean, he was fucking Bill and Ted. Was, yeah, you know, it was excellent, dude. Like he was that guy. <laughs> and so now and he's. But like, I think when he did when he started doing John Wick movies, I think. Yeah. That's when he started get, definitely get typecasted. He is a wooden actor. Like he doesn't show a whole lot of emotion, but I think that's what makes him so good, in my opinion. Like like Keanu Reeves in in Cyberpunk. Ah, delicious. I love him. How fucking cool is he? I mean, he's an asshole. He's definitely a good asshole. Yeah. Like, I think he can... Because he's like a reserved asshole. Yeah, he's like quiet, but he's like judging you the entire time. He is a... He, he's a good... I love him. And I love him as Johnny Silverhand. Uh, when the moment that you wake up and like you are Keanu Reeves in that game, I was like, wait, what the fuck? Am I fucking Keanu Reeves? I had completely forgotten that you could play as Keanu Reeves in the game. And it was like such a cool moment to like grab a microphone and just fucking pop someone off in the crowd yeah <laughs> i love it um that's my list man i matrix 4 uh i'm excited for dune uh near replicant resident village resident evil village which is too many vils uh and uh fucking gotham knights that's my list if all yeah, of those things like what did you say I, I was i was gonna say like yeah like 2021 doesn't have an expansive list that's coming out and this is probably what we're basically going to get, though. Not to be a Debbie Downer about it, but this is probably the majority of what we're going to be getting this year. I'm kind of excited uh, that I mean, that is the case, though, because I feel like I've been too overwhelmed with media over the last couple of years. You know, like, there's so much shit coming out that I, like, struggle to keep up. And, like... I say, like, what's going to happen? Yeah, I understand that, because, like, there is, like, there's so much content. Like, we're in a weird time where there's so much good content that you can't watch all of it. Right. Which was used to be the opposite of the time. It was like there was like one show and it wasn't even that like good. Yeah. And now we're getting like a shit ton of good stuff that you can't even keep up with it. No, I can't even watch them all because it takes so much fucking but time. But I would say that like this year is probably gonna be a little blackluster. I think there's still gonna be a lot of probably some good stuff coming out this year. Yeah. But I say 2022, we're gonna get a shit ton. It's probably gonna be. It honestly is gonna be overstimulating. That's when uh. Because I know we have a bunch of Marvel releases like starting in 2021, but I feel like once the Marvel stuff kicks in and the Star Wars stuff kicks in, there's just going to be so much. And like the, the market is going to be oversaturated by those two properties. So I'm kind of I'm kind of excited for like a small low-key year. I know Disney Plus is definitely, they're like, we got to put a fucking, 
we got to put a boost on like getting some content onto our streaming service because I know their streaming uh, subscribers have dropped dr- dramatically, right? Because they don't have any content, so I know they definitely put a, the double on. Yeah. So they're going to get a ton of shows, and it's probably going to be all, a little bit overbearing at a certain point. Mm-hmm. It's going to be probably every other month. There's some new show coming out. And, but and, they need that. And, to and keep probably it's going to be just be either Star Wars or or uh, uh, Marvel. Marvel. But they need that to keep their streaming audience because they don't really have anything else going for them in that property. Uh, in yeah, that nostalgia can only run you so long. Right. Uh, man, that's kind of all I got. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? No, I can't. I don't think I can make this episode any worse than whatever I already have. <laughs> I've butchered the shit out of... <laughs> kind of embarrassed myself not researching anything. <laughs> Listen, man, it happens. It happens. It does. Because uh, I'm a fucking moron, but... Crockett, uh, yeah. <laughs> don't be so hard on yourself, man. Um, I constantly look at myself in the mirror and be like, God, I wish I could kick my own ass. <laughs> <laughs> Just start <laughs> punching the mirror. myself like, you fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, uh, that's our show. That's our two-man show. Cheers. Uh, Cheers. 2021 uh, is going to be a weird year, uh, but we're going to go through it and we're going to get through it by uh, just having fun. If you want to join us on the Discord, go ahead and join us on the Discord, uh, Drunken Ship. There's a link somewhere in the description, right, Crockett? Yeah. yeah. Always, there's always going to be a link. So, yeah. the Come hang out with us in the Discord. We'll need it. We're lonely. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, Brian, where can they find you at? You can find me at Twitter, uh, Brian Archia, and they're going to find me on Twitch at Brian Brownie. And if you want to find me anywhere, you can follow me on Twitter at cyber underscore calamity, or you can follow me on Twitch at cyber calamity. Perfect. You know what? I think what it is, I think it's a sty. It's throw my whole fucking balance off this week. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. It's just been this, this thing's been bothering the shit out of me. Um, Dude, I think yeah, the- guys, thank you so much. Uh, we stream or we stream uh, community night every Saturday night. Uh, we also have a movie night every Sunday night on the discord. Um, we have a new episode of this podcast come out every Friday. We're also on every streaming service. So if you want to just listen to the show instead of watch it, you can watch it at Apple, Spotify, wherever you want. Uh, but guys, I think it's the end of our, I think that's going to be the end of our show for today. Uh, we'll probably have the rest of the boys back uh, next week to uh, talk about some other bullshit. But guys, thank you so much, <laughs> uh, and we'll catch you later. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you next week. Oh.